again. Give me a chance to get those cigarettes back. I'm scared, man. Don't got too many friends on the outside. Not anymore. Just keep your eye on the end game. Everything will fall into place. I'm gonna miss you, Chessman. Listen to me, Eugene. Every day you out there, you out there for me and every other brother in here. You're never gonna be out there again. this for you. Take care of the king. Everything else follows. to the chase. I'm a real hard worker. I'm disciplined. I keep to myself. Well, I, I haven't even given you a job description yet. <laughs> well, whatever it is, I'll get it done. You know, we've been losing our funding left and right, so uh, the pay wouldn't be very good. I understand. How long have you known Billy? Since I was 14. Well, he speaks highly of you. Like I said, the uh, the pay won't be good, and the kids, well, they are um, a handful. <laughs> well, I'm real good with children. I got two beautiful kids of my own. I know how to handle them pretty good. Well, when would you be able to start? Yesterday. The movie The Life of a King tells the true story of Eugene Brown who, after a troubled childhood and misspent youth in the inner city, spent 18 years in prison for a botched bank robbery. And while he was in prison, he was befriended by an older inmate who taught him the game of chess and used that game of chess to teach Eugene about life. Keep your eye on the end game, he told him. Take care of the king. Everything else follows. Well, that's just good advice. Focus on what matters and don't get distracted by lesser things, good or bad. Jesus taught his followers to seek the kingdom of God above everything else and live righteously, and God will give you everything you need. Friend, every day we face opportunities, good and bad, that can distract us from what is most important. Just taking care of the daily necessities of life can sometimes seem overwhelming. But if you direct your attention to God, seeking to live according to his word, seeking to advance his kingdom instead of your own, he will take care of all of your needs. God will provide, but his provision may not always align with how you want things to be. And when that's the case, we all need to surrender our preferences and trust that God is accomplishing a greater purpose. When Eugene was released from prison, he wanted to make a clean start and live on the right side of the law. But after discovering how difficult it was for an ex-con to find a decent job, 
He opted to lie on an application so he could get hired as a school custodian. And he got the job. Now, while I can applaud his motives, we also need to acknowledge that he should not have lied. Well, not long after taking the job, the school principal asked Eugene to cover the detention room because no one else was available. Let's watch what happens. <laughs> For those of you who don't remember, my name is Eugene Brown. Does that mean we can call you Jeannie? <laughs> That'd be the last thing you ever call me. What's that? This here is a chessboard. Anybody know how to play chess? Anyone? Yo, I play this. You like cards? Fine. We'll play cards. Here's the deal. If you win, the whole class gets to do whatever they want for the rest of detention. Oh, what? But if I win, you learn a new game. You hustling me? Hustle? You don't want to want to play cards, homie. You right. Go ahead and play this clown, Peanut. You never get beat. You know the game? Find the red ace? Huh? My name is Peter Paul. I come from Montreal. Came to play them all. I broke in hipsters and slicksters, elbows and a-holes. Your name is Peter what? Go ahead and pick the one you like. Ah, ah, ah. Read your dead, Jack. Man, I see it. I see it. Don't you worry about me seeing it. <laughs> see, here's what happened to you. You thought you knew the truth, but it wasn't there. And it never will be until you learn where to look. This is a king. And this is your life. One mistake, and it can be taken away. One of the students, whose nickname is Peanut, thought he could hustle Eugene. But Eugene schooled him and then told Peanut, you thought you knew what was true, but you'll miss the truth until you know where to look for it. You know, truth has become a complicated concept these days in our culture. So many people have traded what is actually true for what they want to be true. And that satisfies for a season allowing us to justify our behavior and lifestyle in the short term. But it only makes us slaves to our passions and slaves to our pursuits in the long term. We become slaves to our sin. But there is truth that stands above all our human desires, a truth that stands throughout time. It's the only truth that can actually set us free. And that truth is Jesus. Jesus did not just speak truth. He embodied truth. In John 14, 6, we read that Jesus told them, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. Friend, you will miss the truth unless you know where to look for it. But you can find the truth of Jesus on every page of the Bible. We can only know true life, free and full life, by living the way Jesus leads us putting our hope in him and following his lead in every area of our lives. That's the only way to true, lasting life. Is there an area of your life that you're reluctant to bring into alignment with God's word? Are you resisting the truth because you would prefer a different way? If so, that'll only bring you death, not life.
So choose instead to pursue God's righteousness and discover the freedom that comes with it. Well, Eugene earns the respect of some of the students, and they let him teach him how to play chess, which then leads to the start of an after-school chess club. But all of it is jeopardized when the principal learns that Eugene lied on his application. Miss King, you said you wanted to see me? Oh, yes, I, I, I did come on and have a seat. This isn't easy for me. Who gave you this? Someone dropped it in my mailbox yesterday afternoon. Listen, I'm not the same man I was back then. You lied to me, Mr. Brown. <sighs> I have to let you go. Uh, you should see these kids, man. They're learning. I'm up against the wall here, though. And I, and I don't have a choice. I'm sorry. Chess is no different than life. These suburban kids, they know they get good grades. They go off to college. They know they're going to own their own business someday. They envision the end game. But poor kids don't think like that. Mr. Brown, I'm... I wasn't taught like that. I didn't, I didn't see the end game, and it cost me, man. It cost me big. I know. I am still here for you and the chess program. Just not in the school. Not anymore. Hey, Mr. Brown! Get back to class, Peanut. You mad at me? No. But, uh, chess club is canceled. What? Why? Politics. Politics? You're a good man, Peanut. And this is for you. It's official. You're president of the chess club. Chess club? It's just you and me. We don't even have a homeroom, man. Everybody has that. Well, it is what it is. It's beautiful. It's where it's all gonna happen. What's gonna happen? A bonfire? You gotta have a little vision, Peanut. Sure, it needs some work. But when I look at this place, I see a mansion of possibilities. This chess house, it's, I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> you know, eight years I've been at Maud Alton, and um, I've just been trying to make do with what little money they give us. We're all doing the best we can, or most of us. High ups, teachers, parents, kids. And in all my years, I have seen very few people make a real difference. Yeah. These kids, they need you. And your life before, and who you have become now, you inspire me, Mr. Brown.
When the principal discovers that Eugene lied on his application, she has no other option but to fire him. It's the unfortunate consequence of his actions. But when it looks like the chess club is canceled, Eugene and Peanut find a way forward. Eugene transforms a dilapidated house into the big chair chess club. And he does it in an effort to transform his community and make a difference in the lives of those students. Well, Galatians 6 instructs us, let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Therefore, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone, and especially to those in the family of faith. I love how it says that whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good. Because good works produce goodwill, and goodwill creates a good environment to share the good news of Jesus. Church, we have a really good opportunity in front of us. Southern High School has asked us to provide mentors for some of their most troubled students. That's right. The school is asking the church for help. So we are launching a partnership with Hope Collaborative, a ministry focused on reaching the students in our public schools. They will provide training and curriculum for the mentors and connect us with the students who are most in need right here in our community, enabling us to bring hope and help to those students. So friend, if you're interested in being a mentor or you would just simply like more info about what it means, I invite you to contact Dr. Cassandra Woods. Well, unfortunately, not everyone liked what Eugene was doing for his community. Let's find out what happens next. Stay focused, man, I. Let's go, Peanut! You have to envision the end game. Anytime you find yourself behind, your mind got you there. Well, we'll get up here, you ain't even talking, eh? Don't trip, I got you. So what's up? What y'all got? No. This is the king. The king is your life. One mistake, and it can be taken. Big Chair Chess Club. Hey, what's up? What's going on, man? Where's Peanut? Huh? Hey, hey, what you doing, man? What's going on? Talk to me. Talk to me. What's going on? I feel like I'm all alone. 
first time in my life, I am actually very proud of you. You started something here. They don't listen, Trini. They don't listen. I didn't. Your brother doesn't. They see that easy money is the only way out. And you know what? Sometimes I, I don't blame them for thinking that way. So you're just going to give up? They think I'm nuts, okay? Trini, they think I'm loony. And you know what? I'm starting to believe him. I'm starting to believe him. You ain't nuts. Clifton, he's nuts, but you... You ain't. Poverty can strike all races and all colors and all ethnicities in all kinds of places. And poverty of love is even more pervasive. Friends, this isn't just the story of kids in some distant city. This is the story for too many kids in our city and our community. These kids live in our neighborhoods and they attend our local schools. When Eugene tried to do what was good in his community, it was met with resistance. And the Bible informs us that everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. So oftentimes, our good deeds are met with the resistance from other people before we get to reap the blessing of the harvest spoken of in Galatians 6. And that can wear us out. It can make us want to give up. But friends, let's not get tired of doing what's good. Just like Eugene, we must persevere we must meet resistance with resilience, reacting to persecution with perseverance in doing good and not giving up. 
trusting that God will accomplish a greater good through us. Well, drug dealers and gangs weren't the only people to create challenges for Eugene's Big Chair Chess Club. Mr. Brown, I presume. Yes, sir. Gary Simpson, assistant coordinator. It's a pleasure to have you here. It's a pleasure to be here, sir. What are you... What are all the computers for? That's how we play chess here. It's the way of the future. I trust you, Houston. Yes, sir. <laughs> computers. All right, I want you to concentrate and picture your end game. What's with the computers? A modern way of playing. Man, that's bold. I want to play street staff. You are going to play on a computer and behave. You hear me? Now, listen. No trash talking, no cursing. Just play your game. No trash talking, no cursing. That is my game. Checkmate. All right. We have a problem. After reviewing some of your students' forms, it's fairly obvious that one of them was forged. Now, Linda, over registration, alerted me to the fact that initially you didn't have some of these forms signed, so I took a look at them. And if you look, this one clearly was not signed by an adult. Now, you forged a consent form and, and failed to submit any of the students' birth certificates. Can I talk to you? And I'm comfortable talking right here. Some of these kids don't have birth certificates. Everybody's got a birth certificate. Not where we come from. Then it's done. I'm sorry, but rules are rules. Alan wins. (sighs) Eugene, that was an absolute travesty. A crime. Wait. There's nothing we can do about it right now. That's not necessarily true. Why don't you and Tahim come on the air tomorrow morning? State your case. Get the word out to the community. For those of you just tuning in, we are joined in studio by Tahim Sanders and his coach, Eugene Brown, who were robbed of a chess championship this past weekend at a local tournament. Now, tell us, Tahim... What happened? Shed some light on this most egregious theft of a championship. It wasn't theft. Come again? It was not theft. The rules were the rules, and we didn't obey them. (laughs) Mr. Brown, I I was there. It is the job of Tahim and every, every person playing the game, black or white, to beat them at their own game. Their own rules. We didn't do that. Mr. B, we won. We can't change the rules, Tahim. We have to learn to win within them. That's what this is about. But isn't creating a champion what this is all about? No, sir. No, it's not. It's about learning how to play the game. It's about changing minds. And in turn, learning about life. Championship isn't the end game. Championship is a byproduct. Instead of complaining about unfair rules, Eugene challenged his students to rise above them. For him, it wasn't about winning matches or winning championships. It was about teaching his students how to succeed in life. And life is not always fair. And a championship is simply a byproduct, but it was never his goal. And friend, I think that's the perspective God wants us to have when it comes to our faith. 
Being a Jesus follower isn't just about going to heaven someday. It's about knowing God today, following Jesus in the here and now of your daily living and bringing his kingdom to earth. We read in John 17, 3, now this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Friend, the Christian life and faith is not just about going to heaven when you die. It's about having a friendship with God that brings you life today. It's about knowing the Father and the Son and the Spirit in a personal way that transforms every aspect of your life. Well, even though Eugene isn't just about winning championships, he has taken his students to a few of them. Let's watch. Ladies and gentlemen, our two undefeated players... J. Thomas Gaines and Taheem Sanders will engage in an Armageddon tiebreak to determine our chess open champion. Gentlemen, good luck. The Big Chair Chess Club now has partnerships with seven schools and one juvenile detention center. They have won five city titles and competed in four national championships. And Eugene Brown now dedicates his time to starting inner city chess programs throughout the United States. Friend, if that's what an ex-con, a dude with all the cards stacked against him, can do in his community with a simple game of chess? What can we do with the hope of Jesus in our community? Friend, what will you do? 
James, the brother of Jesus, encourages us to put action to our faith. He says, what good is it, dear brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith, but don't show it by your actions? Can that kind of faith save anyone? Suppose you see a brother or sister who has no food or clothing, and you simply say to him, goodbye, have a good day, stay warm and eat well, but then you don't give that person any food or clothing. What good does that do? So you see, faith by itself is not enough. Unless it produces good deeds, it is dead and useless. Friend, never underestimate the impact you can have on someone else, regardless of how checkered your past might be. You know, God specializes in second chances, and I hope we do also. That was the story for the Apostle Paul, who was once an enemy of the church who persecuted Christians. But God turned Paul's life around, and Paul became a leader in the church, personally mentoring and coaching others in the faith. And that's the kind of turnaround story Eugene Brown experienced. That incredibly heartwarming moment when Tahim, his student, received a standing ovation even for coming in second, and he discovered that he was a vessel for hope and inspiration for his peers and his community? Well, that was only possible because Eugene had taken the time to invest in Tahim and show him some love. Church, I hope that each of us will take our cue from Paul and James and Eugene, and especially Jesus, putting action to our faith as we serve others, impacting one life at a time with the love of Jesus.